Welcome to the BizTech Insight podcast with Michael Axelson, the information systems guy who likes to chat about information technology in business. In this episode, I'm talking with Sabina Janstrom, the Portfolio Director at Fujitsu Australia Limited. Sabina was a student of mine in the MBA program, I'll claim her at any rate, and we talk about careers, managing projects for clients, and the types of skills you need to do well in your future career. And we talk about her advice for getting that job that you want. So today I'm here talking with Sabina Janstrom from Fujitsu Consulting. Did I say your surname right? Yes, Is that right? thank you. Excellent. Your surname's like mine. It's duplicitous with all the sounds. So we just wanted to talk about, you know, life in the real world, living out here in IT business world. Mm. What's your actual job title? I'm a portfolio director at Fujitsu, which is a wonderful way to say that's not what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Which happens a lot with titles um, because companies often have like, you know, requirements, um, hierarchical things, which Fujitsu certainly has. So what I do at Fujitsu is I run a project management office. Okay, so a central office that runs many projects across different organisations. You work with clients. Yes. So um, our PMO has two sides. One is that we support the project managers that are doing customer projects. So they're Fujitsu project managers, but their project belongs to the end customer. Um, And we support that project manager with processes, governance. We do a lot of governance. um, Talking my language. I know. And um, and that's um, half of, and that's how we started. We you know we wanted to bring a little bit of order to the chaos. We also now have found by working with those project managers and customers that the customers are like, oh, I like what you're doing there. Can you come and do that for us as well? So we're actually finding a bit of a um, a need at the customer on the customer side for their PMO to have some um, augmentation, uh, improve their governance, maybe um, do a bit of an assessment of where they are and how they can improve. And are these all IT projects or are they beyond IT projects? Mm. They are predominantly IT projects. Mm-hmm. Um, our project managers in general do IT infrastructure projects. Um, so data center relocations and networking projects and security projects and new Windows 10 things. Um, You're very technical. Very technical. Uh, we can get onto that later. Um, whereas on the customer side, they might have um, a new project to roll out um, a new HR system. So it's not so much what the content of the project is, but that project needs as much governance as any other projects. So, and that's quite often is what they're looking for: is visibility, transparency, reporting, um, all the sorts of things that is really hard to do while you're flying the plane. And so it's nice to have someone come in from the outside and set all that stuff up. Ah, okay. So we're sort of starting up a little consulting practice on the side. Okay. And was this your dream? Is this how it all started out? Where where did you start out? Depends on how far back you want to go. Uh, So I did a psychology degree at the University of Queensland. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And um, I got into IT because I graduated with my psychology degree and at the time, you know, the work wasn't there if you didn't have your master's or your PhD. Mm. And so I thought, well, I'll just work for a little bit um, and put some money together until I go and do that. And everyone kept saying, you should get into this IT thing because uh, there's you know, more money than sense. Uh, it was <laughs> 1998. Right. And, uh, now I understand. Yes. And, uh, and there was more money than sense. So I got a job um, in IT doing uh, phone sales. And 
what I really enjoyed, because I'm a bit of a geek anyway, and so it just it sort of brought those two things. You get to play with technology all day, and someone gives you money. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. When you graduate from university, those two things are very important. Yes, I can um, vouch for that. Certainly for one of them. So I did start out in psychology. And so that's the people part. We talk about people, process, and technology. So mm. the psych bit got the people all sorted. Yeah, exactly. Techo mm. got the technical bit. Or and is that that's more of a fascination for things that go beep? I, I just like systems. Ah. So for me, it's all about process and systems, which is why I can apply it to a business process or a technical process. It, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I very much see that interconnectedness of, of things. So it's, it's, it's less here is a bit. It's more about how does this bit fit with the other bits? Absolutely, yeah. The individual things I very much have that I always get that sinking feeling that I'm that, you know, that wise man who's holding the tail of the elephant saying it looks like a snake. Ah, yes. And so, you know, when I have conversations sometimes with my colleagues, I'm like, are you holding the end of the elephant and telling me it's a snake? Because I don't think you're seeing the big picture here. And that, I mean, and I think that's one of the biggest things about when you go from university to the workplace is that you suddenly can't compartmentalise things anymore. You have to see them um, in the bigger picture of the organisation. And I think that's kind of where my success in the workplace has been. I'm not so much worried about the job that I do, but rather doing a good job. And Mm -hmm. so I did about 10 months in sales. Uh, Then I did pre-sales because that that allowed me to be a little bit more technical um, and I didn't have to talk to as many people. (laughs) Um, and then from the pre-sales, um, I went into uh, Im- implementing systems and my first few that I did were internally within the company and that's kind of where I found my groove. I could take the business need, for example, you know, implement a new CRM and you've got a bunch of salespeople going, oh, I want this and I wanted to do this and if it could make me a cup of tea, that'd be great as well. And then you look at that and go, okay, well, I can give you two of those things. And, they, and usually they're quite happy with two out of three. Um, and, you know, you, you solve a business problem. Mm-hmm. And so the next time they have a business problem, they come to you and say, I have a business problem. Can you help me with it? Rather than you forcing a piece of technology on them that does nothing apart from add to their business problems. And I think that's the, the biggest thing for me was being able to identify the business problem and solve it with technology. And that's kind of led you to where you are now, really, by the sound yeah, of it. exactly. And, and I suppose when I think about that next question, which is how does your role contribute mm. to the business, it's, I'm hearing it's taking a step above the technology, it's that holding the end of the tail of the elephant and saying, what is it you've actually got here? Yeah. Is the problem here or is it a bigger picture issue? That's right. Let me tell you a story, Michael. Oh, please do. <laughs> Well, I started you know at I like stories. <laughs> yeah. When I started at Fujitsu, um, I had both my boss and the guy that we kicked out of the room, uh, Steve, say to me, um, how are you going to fix project services? You know, we've got, we've got all these projects running and, you know, again, visibility, transparency, we don't know what's happening with them, etc. And, you know, how are you going to fix it? And so my, you know, I said, let me have a look. Let me have a look. So I have a look. Um, six minutes later, <laughs> I realise the problem is not the project managers, because quite often that's the, the conclusion people, oh, if only we had better project managers. Um, the problem's not the project managers, not really the projects either. I mean, this is our bread and butter, we're 
putting in a network here or upgrading something else over there. No, that's not really. We're the good at that either. stuff. We're good at that stuff. And so, you know, what what I saw was that the pro- the problem was in the interconnectedness of the things. So, and I suggested within six weeks that um, what we need is a project management office. So mm-hmm. what what I had was. Um, six project managers and they were all doing things completely differently. Ah, yes. Because, one, they're working with different customers. Each customer has a different contract. Uh, They usually have different templates because they were set up at different times. So you kind of get where I'm going. It was sort of done however the person felt it should be done at the time. and so you end up with six different results for exactly the same thing and you're very much at the risk of the, the quality of the project manager or the technical resources or whatever Whereas, if you can hold everything else constant, the PM can focus on the project rather than figuring out, oh, how does this customer do this and how do I do this and whatever. So, you know, it, it pr- probably took Fujitsu a little bit longer to come around to my way of thinking. <laughs> um, but again, it comes down to doing a good job rather than a specific job. And I pretty much didn't... Um, allow myself to be uh, ring-fenced by my actual job. And, um, and I, I charged on about this PMO thing for a good year <laughs> until they said, oh, okay, just do it. Whatever that thing me is, go Whatever do that. that thing, go do now, that. And I've done that for about a year now. And we're, okay. and we're starting to see the results now. So, okay. Yeah. So is that a career highlight? That would be a career highlight, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, a couple, I mean, and, and really they are all about seeing what the problem is and, and taking that through to the end. I'm very much a um, end-to-end person, so um, I, don't, I get quite frustrated if you make a lot of suggestions and nothing happens with them. <laughs> okay. What would but be yes. your advice to someone starting out their career in this world? Um, Perhaps think about it from a person who yeah. might have an interest in technical, mm. but also someone who's in the business space. Yeah, get your first job. Ah. I mean, I have never, ever been disappointed in where I can move within a company after I've joined the company. So once you're in, you're in. You're See, in, that reflects in. Some, some advice I gave to a student mm. about a year ago. Didn't like marketing. I've got a possibility of an internship in marketing. Don't want to do it. And I'm like, well, you know what? And ins and in, experience is experience. Worst case you do is you spend six weeks doing an internship in marketing. You discover you hate marketing, but you know a heck of a lot more about organisations. And being Australia, you probably will get some contacts out of it. And I'm pleased to report that did work out okay for that student. Yeah, yeah. And I would say, um, you know, especially if it's a company that you're interested in Mm -hmm. or an industry that you're interested in, it really doesn't matter what the job is. Get in there Um, and and then make yourself and spread. Yeah, exactly. Go to where you want to go. And again, it's just one of those things. Look at what you do well and say, you know, don't be afraid to go to your boss and say, I do this stuff really well. Can I have some more of that, please? Because they're not going to say no. Mm. And then you'll find you don't have any time to do all those things you don't like anymore because they're just giving you stuff you really do like. So you better find someone else to take over those roles. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Do you have any final points for us, Sabina? Um, I think we've covered most of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I certainly, I mean, going back to be a student... Um, That's right, because we didn't explain. Mm. You went back and did an MBA at UQ, didn't you? And so you did the psych and then went back, eventually did the MBA. Did you ever do an IT degree? No. 
but you did the psych, mm-hmm. got the work experience, and then went back to do the MBA, which is yeah. probably makes a lot of sense now that I know that because you mm-hmm. don't have that business background per yeah. se, and now you've used that MBA to bring yeah, you to here. Yeah, to help me understand, you know, of all the things that I learned on the job. Give them labels and meaning. Yeah, exactly. So, but what, you know, I left a job and went and did the MBA full time. So effectively, when I finished my MBA, I had to find a job again. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it just reinforced to me that it's not so much um, the job that's so important. At the, when I went back after my MBA, I really looked at the company. I wanted it to be big enough, not too big, big presence in Australia so that I can, you know, make my way mm. in the company. Obviously, as an undergrad, you, you don't have as much of that luxury. But again, just get a job you and work then from go there. from there. And if you go to an employer and say, I just did a six-week marketing internship and I hated it, 99% of people will say, well done, you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> marketing experience. people. <laughs> <Learning> experience, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We might put a line in the sand there and say, thank you very much for that, Sabina. Nice. Thank you.